Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us Isabel and Vanessa from Ivy Leads. They specialize in helping online coaches cut away all the fluff that you're supposed to do online and get down to the real money-making activities that generate leads, close those leads into clients. I'm so excited because obviously, this is something different than we normally talk about, but I think it's going to be so helpful. I'm so excited to get all of their knowledge. Hi, ladies. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. Absolutely. 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 Thanks so much for having us. We're definitely excited um, to be here and be able to provide you know, as much value to your audience as we possibly can so that they can you know, create the life they desire, whether they're entrepreneurs or coaches, or maybe they're not an entrepreneur yet. Like the skills and the, and the things that we'll talk about, of course, will help anybody that's looking to you know, connect, build their network and increase their clients if they have a business or looking to get into a business. Yeah, absolutely. We have a ton of questions. But before we dive into that. I want you guys to introduce yourselves. You can do one then the other. Tell us a little bit about you guys, who you are, where you're from, and if you don't mind saying how old you are. I'm Isabel. I'm one of the owners of Ivy Leeds. I'm from originally from Venezuela. I came here from South America when I was five. Grew up here in South Florida and we both love to travel so we've been all over the world building our business. Originally starting from Thailand. Oh my god. I'm sure we're gonna get into that very soon. But um I'm I'm thirty, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really like birthday. Like, That's hilarious. That's the whole thing about this show. We're like we're in our twenties, but everyone's like, "What does that mean? Does is thirty really a turning point?" So <laughs> we understand. Yeah. Thank cool. you, Julia. Of course. Cool. I'm Vanessa Black, um, the other owner of Ivy Leeds, and I am thirty-two. And originally, I was born in Houston, Texas. I'm half Mexican, half American. My mom's from Mexico City. Um, and yeah, we're definitely all about the entrepreneurship. We're both entrepreneurs mm-hmm. naturally. Like prior to this business, I was a bartender. I was a server at a restaurant. You know, I knew that I just didn't want to sit at a desk and work for anybody. That's something mm-hmm. I knew for sure. My parents were both entrepreneurs and business owners. And um, so, yeah, I like the industry of, you know, hospitality because they didn't really require a resume. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there's no limit. So you're working for tips, you know, so there's no cap, which is really, really awesome. So. Oh, incredible. We're so excited. We've been talking about this for a few days now. But anyway, to, to save us some some time, since we have so many things to ask you guys, why don't we start with your story? So how did you guys actually meet? That's a great question. Would you like to share or would you want me to share? Uh, we both swiped right. <laughs> incredible. Which app? So we met on Tinder, which is a crazy story. Was it um, June? In June of 20, how many years? Three years? Four years ago? Yeah. So June 2016, and it's crazy because, you know, I never, I wasn't really big on those dating apps or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I was kind of like out of my comfort zone. I'm like, let me try it out, right? Yeah. Um, and Isabel is one of the first person that I met on when I first started. So literally, like probably less than a couple of weeks, I had the app and she had like a similar story as well. I was, was trying to get more space on my phone. <laughs> 
I'm like, what is this? Then I go into it and I see her and I swipe right and all of a sudden it's a match. And then from there, now. Oh we're- my God. I love hearing a good <laughs> like dating app story. Like we're like, yeah. worked out. I think <laughs> we, we, we always say we manifested each other. Oh yeah. You know, I Um, love that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because it just happened so quickly. It was just sometimes we're looking for, you know, we're looking for it to come in a different way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to go outside of our comfort zones. And it was just like it happened so quick. So we could do a whole nother podcast. I know we could seriously spend so much time on just that. (laughs) But that is so cool. And kind of going off of that, how did you transition from the the swiping to actually creating this business together? Yeah. Yeah. So when we first met, like I knew she was the right one because when I was like, you know, just we had those conversations. She's like, you know, one of my goals. First of all, she had a whiteboard in her room, which I'm like, that's awesome, right? With all the goals. Check. Um, yeah, check. Right. <laughs> At that point, I'm looking like obviously, like I had my vision, I have big goals and everything like that. So I knew that I wanted to obviously, you know, meet somebody that's in alignment to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So and then also. Like when we first met, she's like, check out this Marie Forleo podcast. So when I went to, I'm like, another check, right? And then also what really sealed the deal, she's like, you know, one of my goals is now I'm going to have a net worth of 10 million by 2020. Yes, girl. And like at that point, you were driving like a what? It was like a white Civic. Like a white Civic. <laughs> like she was just, <laughs> you know, so like she had yeah. big dreams and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, heck yeah. And I was like working at an architecture firm and it was oh just like, God. I hate that whole office vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my deal. So anyways, we started dating and then like literally six months into that we're like so you've been to asia no three months no we were talking about it yeah Yeah, in three months we're like have you been to asia before like are you into like going to i don't know japan or something Uh uh-huh like yeah and then all of a sudden like six months later we have a month trip planned out we left everything like literally two bags and just left and then we spent a whole month just traveling all over asia like all over Um, (laughs) she left her job like yeah i quit i quit two weeks before we left i'm like i'm not going back and then I was working at the restaurant, so I was like, yeah. it's in Fort Lauderdale. And I just said, I'm going to take a month vacation, so, like, don't schedule me, right? Yeah. So oh my God. we had planned around Asia, like, all the different places in Asia. Mm-hmm. Like, we already did all the flights and everything. That was three months after we met. Yeah. But then six months after, that's when we were leaving in January, you yeah. know? So then we ended up going flying in January. We actually missed our first flight out. Oh, no? Oh, my God. From Miami. That's a crazy <gasps> thing. Like, we were, just, we were there early, but we were just kind of like... I don't know what it's not paying attention or something. We we're just like listening to something. We're like, what are all these people like rushing to? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It turns out that's our flight. Oh. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, we had literally just saved the exact, pretty much the exact amount of money that we thought we would need for that month. And it was right. kind of like a backpacking type of like, okay, we'll go to these yeah. Airbnb and expensive. And the flights in Asia, like to each other, are pretty inexpensive. Mm-hmm. It'd be like $30 a flight. So that's why we booked everything. So, which is the number one mistake for anyone listening to this? Do not, <laughs> do not book your flights in advance because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that is so true. That's yeah. Yeah. Your yeah, or yeah. and also make sure your passports are up to date because that's something else in the middle of the trip, like into those Asia countries, you have to have 
six months plus on your passport. Right. Like if, if it's going to expire in like five months or six months, some of the countries won't allow you to go in. Yeah. So, so we, that happened to, to me. Yeah, we got stuck somewhere and they, they were like, oh yeah, they're like, you can't actually enter. You have to get back on a plane, you know, buy a new ticket, go back to Bangkok, the place <laughs> of Wilson's. Okay. And then we just land and they're like, go to the embassy, go to the U.S. embassy. And we're like, what? And I, I don't know. Yeah, it was just crazy. Three days of yeah. city. At one point I had three different passports. Oh my God. Because they gave me like a substitute to be able to, so we don't miss the flights over and over again. We got lucky yeah. on that, like emergency passport. Yeah. They're really you know? nice. So anyways, we got that. And to answer your question, I know we are going in detail. No, it's a great story. So, so as the month, you know, was approaching its end in Asia, like we had no more flights and we were supposed to go back to Miami. You know, we literally were like, let's just stay here. Let's make something happen because she has an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I knew that we were going to do something different. And we're like, why should we, she was living at our parents' home and I was living at my parents' house too. So we're like, why are we going to go back? Let's just make something happen. We didn't really know. Right. You quit your job. I quit my job. We ran out of money. Like we didn't have, we had like one credit card of hers and had $300 left. Right. And we're like, let's just go back to Chiang Mai because our Chiang Mai, Thailand was our favorite place out of all the places. Yeah. Let's do it. Make something happen. Like a month's stay in like a room there is like $300. So we're like, we can just get the room, right? figure it out the rest. And just figure it out. Like we made made something happen. And that's how it continued to evolve. Like, because at this point we had no business plan, right? We didn't have anything. We had no jobs. We had no money coming in. Yeah. No money pretty much left. Right. Thank God it's inexpensive in Thailand. And then, so we just started putting our minds together. Like how can we, what's the first step? How can we make money now? You know? And so that's how it first started. We didn't land into what we're doing today, right from Mm -hmm. the jump. Right. um, Isabel's really awesome at, she can make websites. Like she's great with tech technology and systems and everything like that and there were so many markets in thailand that were selling like you know just like sandal handmade sandals and like you know all these different things yeah passport holders so our first idea was like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna take photos of the pieces in the market like we don't have to buy them let's just take the photos Uh and isabel literally put them online the pictures and then the price and we literally messaged all our family and friends that we knew and said hey we're opening up a travel mindset marketplace right you know purchase something and we'll send it to you from thailand oh my god so when somebody purchased something we would literally get on a little scooter drive across and be like meet up with one of our friends that we met there and literally draw out what we're looking for hey this is remember us like from the other day we were the two girls that like the passport holder the blue one in the background remember that one yeah we need like 20 of them (laughs) and she's like what and then We made it happen. And it turns out really great because like for over a month or two months, we were just doing that. And we sold everything you can think of, like little notebooks, pens, paper, sandals, flip-flops, you name it, shirts, pants, whatever. And people wanted it because, I mean, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Great quality. It's a good concept too. Like, okay, we could be your like shoppers and get you something in Thailand. Yeah. And we made a thousand dollars and we're like, we've never done anything online. And we're like, Like, what? First weekend, we're like, Oh my God, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I ne- we never paid for this shirt and someone gave us money. Like that was the first yeah. experience of receiving money online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really impactful. And then from there we were hooked. Yeah, and we're like, oh, we got this. We did like a Passion of Profits webinar, <laughs> which was so silly. Cause that was like, I mean, it was a story, but 
So yeah. once we ran out of friends and family, like we couldn't keep asking yeah. the same people to buy stuff. <laughs> so it just went until like I had a, a book that I was writing in the process and it was like, just like in docs and stuff. And we're like, why don't we pre-sell these books? Like we don't have them physically. They're not done. It's not edited yet, but this is perfect time, yeah. right? This is our next idea. Wow. So we literally went back into the same like, our same networks, like post on Facebook. Literally got like a 14 day free trial for ClickFunnels at that time. And mm-hmm. then I was like, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna get these upsells. I'm gonna make this happen. Yeah. We're gonna sell this book. And oh. Out, like we sold a hundred copies within like 20, 20 days or something like that. Yeah. And the, oh. we never, the book was never done. Like Vanessa still had like a couple chapters to finish. Yeah. The editor didn't, never existed. The cover of the book was never planned. It was never designed and we sold the book. Oh like, my God. Okay, now we have enough capital to like actually make the book. Awesome. Well, make the book and then and we had another month and then like the food is not expensive. So we were able to just continue on. Yeah, we were living yeah. off Kaijio. Kaijio is like um, omelets. Thai, oh. thai omelets. So like, you know, every day. Yeah. Okay. What you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Oh my god! I mean, obviously, you guys are risk takers. Like, yeah, I guess so incredible. <laughs> yeah. We're not very like stay safe. No, we're like let's make something happen. You know, yeah, one, we're all good. I think that that's the thing that people run into though. Like, people have ideas, and they might be great ideas, but it's like, are you gonna? risk what you might have to risk to make that idea become a reality yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and sometimes and i feel like we intentionally put ourselves in that position yeah. yeah right throughout those years prior we are both individually working on ourselves like we were still had that the mindset was ready by the time we got there yeah right? we were always into personal development reading listening to podcasts hanging around like look you know businesses looking at it so when that time came like sometimes we're we just keep ourselves in a personal uh, in a comfortable place mm-hmm. right? and that's why it's harder for us to take risks because we're just like safe do we really need that? But when we decided to say, hey, we're we're literally, what's that thing where you let all the ships go? You burn the ships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was nowhere else to go. Like, we yeah. didn't have, like, canceling that flight back, that's a, like, $1,000 flight. And yeah. we didn't have the money, right? So once we canceled it, it's like, okay, you know, right. yeah, like, everyone has the power within themselves to make things happen. It's just sometimes yeah. we're too comfortable, we're in a safe place, and we don't, we're not willing to go out there and get uncomfortable to, to make the things happen that you already can make happen. And if yes. you think about, like, your moments when you're, like, in a in a position where you have to make something happen like imagine driving a car mm-hmm. you're about to be on e what are you gonna do are you gonna speed it up and like go 100 miles an hour no you might get conservative a little but then your next objective is find that gas station mm-hmm. right yeah so I feel like a lot of people like when they see that e like come up they're like <gasps> shit, I need to stop everything. Mm. And that's like the worst thing to do because yeah. there's always an opportunity. Even if you stop in the middle of the road and no, and you have no more gas, you can yeah. still push the car to get to where you are. You might need to wow. communicate what you need with, with somebody else. And that's something that we intentionally learned how to do. But I think it's like, it's not, I don't call it a risk. I call it more like you're, you're living on purpose. Wow. Ooh. You know, love that. So, yeah, that that puts it honestly. Think, yeah, it's a bigger yeah. risk to just stay settled. Stay settled. Stay settled. That's a bigger risk, I feel. You know, because yeah. you're just like, 
okay, I'm good with where I'm at, I'm settling. That's, I feel like the most dangerous place. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes like those, th like things that happen in life, like COVID, like that's a blessing in disguise for so many people that really look at it, embrace it and say, it makes you think instead of doing your pattern days. Yes. Right? Like, what can I do? What if this doesn't happen again? Oh, maybe I need to do what I've been wanting to do for the past three years, but I didn't do, but now I need to do it. I got fired. I don't have a job. Now it's time to step up. Yeah. yeah. I, and I love that, like shifting your mindset about it, that it's not a risk. It's living purposefully. And I think it's all in that, like just shifting your mindset. Yeah. We talk about that a lot here on this podcast. And I think that you guys really just put that into perspective. And we talk a lot about comfort and how we can kind of live our lives in alignment with purpose, figure out where our purpose is and all that. So that for sure aligns perfectly. And I'm sure the question our listeners are wondering right now is how did you go from selling the passports? from Thailand to where you are today? How did you scale your business, you know, so quickly and so immensely? Yeah. From then? We, and we were in our 20s when all that happened. So that's perfect. That is beautiful. <laughs> so now we're, now we're 30s. That was like in our 20s. Okay? Yeah. So yeah, how did that transition happen when we obviously finished the book, the pre-selling for the book, and then the, the marketplace? Now it's like, okay, what's the next step? Well, throughout that process, we started with her, Isabel creating websites now for a couple of people, right? But then we're like, okay, well, how do we we have value to give whether it's just a website we found click funnels well the thing was when we were selling your book we started yeah connecting with a lot of authors mm -hmm. and you know they had websites oh. and they weren't converting and i don't know what it was but like we really systemized her launch because like wow. to get a hundred sales in that short amount of time we use the dm so that goes yeah. into what we do today so we learned okay yeah. i have to go i can't just put a post up and expect my friends, my family to be like, I want it, right? Mm -hmm. We all think that, oh, they're my friends and family, they should purchase it. But it takes work to promote it. So mm -hmm. we learned also through one of our coaches we were listening to, yeah, you put that, you ask questions, but then you have to personally message them. Mm -hmm. Hey, Stacy, you know, I just saw you just like my post and you commented that you're interested. It's launching next month. I would love to put you on the email list so, so you're first to pre-order, what's your email? Yeah. Yeah. Right? So nobody wants to do that. We all want to be comfortable and say, hey, I'm going to post it and people are going to come to me right but yeah. without that back end of the direct messaging and really that entire part those books I wouldn't have been sold no. right so we just took that and also it's taking into context now that like we're talking about it. it's like we did that mm. you know no bot right There's no little automation thing One Personal. Minute. yeah it's like work yeah we, we both had a phone we used our hands and we started going in there <laughs> Get rejected yeah. every single day. Like, no, mm. why? What? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think helped a lot, like, build that, I guess, mm -hmm. confidence in mm -hmm. the sense of, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I we do have something to sell. We do have something to do. You want it? This is the next step. Totally. Asking for it. It's, and yeah. Yeah. Instead of just like, hey, I know that you've liked my picture and all. Right, right. Totally. And doing the yeah, work. And stopping the conversation there. So. And if your reason's not big enough, you're not going to pass through the rejection. So you'll have two people say no, and then you'll be like, oh, this doesn't work. I'm not going to mm. do it. And then you stop before all the amazing things happen. Like you have to get, a, the more no's you get, the more yeses you're going to get. Right? So it, it's just, it's a lot of it is mindset. If you not develop the mindset, at that point we've already developed. Mm -hmm. Like I went through five years of rejection and network marketing company and all of this. And Isabel had her own obviously rejection mm -hmm. while going through. So like there was no time to like sit, oh, I got to know. No, we need to eat tomorrow. 
Right. Yeah, and that's the that thing. A lot of people are comfortable, safe, and they have food on their plate or they have a home or bed to sleep in. They have that security. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna run away from the, the pain and run towards pleasure to keep safe. But yeah, so it has evolved to obviously what we do today. We've obviously mastered our entire, you know, business model throughout the years, but we, we wanted to prove it for ourselves. So when we started making websites, we're like, okay, let's reach out to 500 people a month. This was outside of people we knew now because we didn't have any more people. And let's connect through their profile, liking, commenting, right, capturing their attention, and then sending the direct message, obviously. Then asking them, are you interested in this? Yeah. And then we started getting responses back like, yeah, what, do you, what is it that you do? You know, how can you help me? What do you guys charge? What is this? Mm -hmm. And then from there, we started booking calls. So oh, wow. in, when we're in Thailand, like East, Eastern time is the opposite. So all of our calls were like from like 8 p.m. Oh to like 4 a.m., <gasps> you know? So we're making it happen all those hours right you, you know because that. like people on the other side of the freaking world had the money to pay us yeah back then we were charging something like 300 dollars for like a website yeah yeah, yeah. crazy oh. but back then we were learning and understanding the value of time mm -hmm. effort consistency results you know, so I think that's another thing. People get so caught up in like, oh, should I have my products, my pricing, my structure, all this set up in place because everyone else is doing it this way and that way. When in reality, price is a figment. Like it's just like a number that you're putting out there. Yeah. You know, it's the confidence that you have to show somebody the results that you've gotten and the ability to say what it, your time is worth. Yeah, you know? how you can help somebody. Yeah. yeah, so like I would like something that I would recommend is like if you have an idea, like go into action right away don't think you have to have a business plan you don't have to have a resume you don't have to have a certification as a coach like nobody asks do yeah. you have a certification right right i got certified as a coach um this was before we went no one once has ever asked me if i'm certified right. or they're gonna work like right. but we all think that it's more of a confidence inside like an intercom right. it's just the thing that you can like write on the bottom of your thing so that yeah or something like that but i would just say like the, the next steps are get started like go out there and do that go find that ideal client go get in the game like mm, yeah and, and the know? game is to start tracking what activity you're doing so going back to like what we teach now like we teach you on how to firmly track what you're doing because whatever you can track you can grow mm. so going back to what vanessa said we reached out to 500 people per month mm -hmm. 500 for vanessa 500 for me we both had one of those white board markers yeah we had windows so that was our tracker oh my like god two three four five mm -hmm. you know, so yeah and the consistency so when we were starting we focused on the activity not necessarily yeses and nos because they're gonna mm -hmm. come and then you get emotional about them so if you just do that we said let's give ourselves 90 days let's prove it for ourselves first hit the numbers every single month like that's all that matters mm -hmm. right now Right. Yeah. Like we're planting seeds. We, we are confident that this was going to work. Like we know the more people we talk to, we learn yeah. more people you're going to convert. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And so it was working every month. Like it might not happen in the first 15 days, but the last 15 days of the month, they were coming in, right? Clients were coming in. And then after that, we started to say like, shoot, a lot of these coaches, they have a great message. They can help a lot of people. They just don't know how to get on the call with somebody. Right. And they don't know how to convert clients yeah right so then we started now building our own team we have a team of 20 people now incredible team that we offer this as a service for coaches business owners that don't have the time 
But then now we also have a program where we're teaching people that are in business how they can start and do it on their own. Because there is a system, there's skill sets, and it's a strategy that we've mastered throughout the years that just you know, works time and time again. So yeah, that's it's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And like, so apparent of like, doing the personal being personal doing and really putting in that work, the time, the effort, you can't just throw a post up and like expect to get all this traffic that we we kind of think that we do. So my question is like, what do you see is like the biggest mistake people are making while they're trying to grow their businesses off of social media? Um, the I think the biggest mistake is honestly thinking that that approach is going to work, that passive approach. Right. That um, defense approach. Yeah. You can really score on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, if they comment, let me comment back. But they never have that clear at call to action right like if, you, if you comment on me on my post or whatever what are you going to ask them to do after right that's one two wasting your time and doing these damn freebies for everyone stop <laughs> it you know? it's true like, just get on the call yeah the say, more calls the more calls everything that you're going to say on the damn freebie on the call right that's it. yeah and then just get rejected oh yes and don't put so much money onto Facebook ads right like right at the beginning because mm-hmm. it will automatically loosen your confidence with it. Right. And you're going to be wasting a lot of money. And that's what we see a lot. Like, let me promote this. Let me um, boost this. Let me try this. Let me try that. Let me try that. And trying is great. And we're all about trying new things. But come on. When yeah. there's a proven method out there that costs no money, it just costs your own self-development. Yeah, I would go all in on me and not a platform that I have no control over. Totally. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And I, I wanted to – this hits home, honestly, for us and what we're doing here because we obviously have a podcast, um, one that we have the deepest belief in. We really, really do. But I have to say, especially for myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can think of – I don't even know how many people who are in their 20s that we know would benefit from hearing about all these different real and raw topics, whether it's embarrassing stories, relatable stories, telling you that you don't need to you know, uphold this standard or this standard, like so many things like this. But I feel this resistance to reach out to people and be like, hey, how, how are you today? Um, I really think you'd enjoy this episode. It means so much if you listened. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure your strategy is much stronger. But I feel like <laughs> awkward. Do you, like, do you feel that, Julia? Or... Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it's what we've been talking about. It's like that mindset piece of like, you just have, we have to get over that in a way to promote the thing that you really believe in your business, whatever it may be, whatever type of coach you are or platform you have. But it, I wonder like kind of where this resistance comes from, especially if you believe in the business that you're building. Yeah. Because I think it really does come down to that rejection piece and also bother, like bothering quote unquote people, because the reality is it has nothing to do with like the belief that I have in what we're doing. Cause I have the deepest belief in it, but it's more so like, how do I say it? What are they going to think? Am I going to bother them? What if they say no, <laughs> you know, like all those different fears that I'm sure a lot of the people you work with come across. Yeah, absolutely. But listen to what you just said. You said all the things that you don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. So your mind automatically is going to what instead of replace it with what if this podcast tra- tra- transforms their life? Yeah. What if they listen to this episode mm-hmm. and literally, I don't know, they get like a, like an aha moment for them? Yeah. What yeah. if 
me connecting with this one allows me to connect with somebody that wants to introduce me to, to 50,000 people, right? Yeah. So like danger, what it's just, and it's also like, this didn't come naturally. Like the, the society, I feel like, like that's the conditioning of the mind. Yeah. It really has to be disciplined and trained. So it's not like they're going to, those thoughts aren't going to stop. But when those thoughts come in, like don't put your agreement with them and say, what, change it. Now you, you're the boss of your own mind. What if the other way, mm. you know, Absolutely. So that that's so important. And like, it's really mindset. Like, obviously, we prior to this, it seems like it happened overnight, like, oh, we met and everything. And then it just blew up. But it was the 10 years prior that what you just mentioned was being reconditioned. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, it was a reconditioning of an unlearning of all the negativity of why our mind goes to the worst thing that happens instead of the best thing that could happen, then you'll start taking action differently. You know, just a simple fact that you can think of all the amazing things that can happen to somebody because of listening to this. Mm-hmm. It's already done. Yeah. So stop allowing your mind to hold you back. Like you can't do it. No, this is like mind blowing to me, kind of, and it's so. Yeah. It's like seems so obvious, but I think that people neglect that piece of it. And I know that this is something that you guys really focus on, which is obviously why your model works so well is because, you know, people just think like, okay, well, I'll just do more. I'll do more of this or more of that. And you're not getting really to the root of like what the issue is. And I think we hear the term thrown around a lot, like work smarter, not harder. And it seems to me that you guys like you know, believe in that. And so how do you feel like people can start working smarter once you have that kind of mindset intact? Yeah, so I think that, yeah, that is a great question. And it goes back to focusing. We always teach focus on the income generating activities or focus on the right activities versus people are out there focusing on the wrong activities that they're hearing. So I think one of the most important, one of the biggest mistakes is listening to the wrong people. Yeah. Right. Because Mm -hmm. there's so many coaches out there, right? But the first thing I ask somebody is what results do you have? And if they their result is something that I want in that area of my life, then okay, I can listen to you. But Mm -hmm. if you're telling me what to do, and you have no results that I want, why in the world am I going to listen? You can't get me to where I want to go. So like, we're big on that people just like to listen to anyone ask anybody questions. We're very, very like particular. I'm not like, who am I going to even ask this question to? I'm going to save my my energy and ask the one person that I want to ask that question to, you know, to get the right information. Because if I'm getting information from five different people and I'm getting five different, now I'm confused and a confused mind does nothing. Yep. I'm staying still because I'm not, there's not a hundred percent belief in where I'm going. So back to your question, the smartest thing is like, that's what we teach on is, yeah, there's so many activities you could be doing. You could be blogging. You could be focused on your followers, your likes, your comments. Like too many people are focused on that. Likes, followers, and comments. Yeah. When was the last time we've ever got paid for a follower, like, or comment? Right. Never. Wow. Yeah. Never. Doesn't, doesn't transfer. Right? <laughs> and then we focus on our branding and then we focus on all these other things that are, it's like, I want to stay away from really doing the right activity, but I, cause I know there's probably rejection. Yeah. So I'm going to make it seem like I'm busy. I'm doing work every day, but nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, that's a smart way is like, how do I, if I want to go to, I want to get on a call with whoever name, whoever you want. Right. JLo. Okay. We want to hang out with J-Lo. Yes, right? <laughs> and like, what is the fastest way to get that call, right? To get her on the call. I have to go right directly to, first of all, my question is, who's in control of booking her calls? 
Mm-hmm. I have to go directly to speak to that question. I can't post a photo about JLo, tag her in it, and be like, one day. Right. Hopefully. One day, right? Mm-hmm. One day. Right? So it's just like, I know that was a silly example. It could no, be it's a great note. But it's like, what's, that's what we thought of. We were in a position where it's like, we don't have time to waste on all that. Mm-hmm. What is the fastest way we can get from this person to on, the, on a call with somebody that's interested? And to us, yeah. every person that we connected to was JLo. <laughs> So, like, we're just like, how do we increase calls? So that's what everybody should be asking here is, how do I increase calls? Not how do I work less? Not how do I make the best branding and my profile look the best? Like, okay. our, our company was called Travel Mindset Go at the time. It was, didn't even make sense for what we were doing. <laughs> People were still getting started. Like, it didn't make sense. Like, we didn't have all of this together. But what we did have was action, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, one other thing is because I, I saw you meant just a, a little bit of the messaging. Like if you ladies are going to do that, instead of saying, hey, I think you benefit from this episode, reach out and be like, hey, hey, Stacy, you know, I love your profile, love all you have going on. We actually have um, my partner and I have a podcast. This is what we talk about. I have an incredible episode that we just launched on this. This Is this something you would be interested in listening into? So I'm asking the question before I'm just, because now I'm still, if I just shoot everything at once, I'm still now resisting that rejection again. Yeah. Ah, makes a lot of sense. When you resist, you're spam. But when you're in control, you're asking the questions. Anyone that's asking questions is in control of that conversation. Yeah, because you want them to be able to be like, hey, yeah, Yeah. thanks, I'm interested. Then you have permission. The problem people are doing is they're sending everything with the link. Yes. And it's like, nothing's happening. Well, you didn't even start the conversation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it also, I'm not going to pretend that like the idea of doing that, it's like, I know, I know if this person listens, they're going to feel less alone. They're going to feel empowered. They're going to feel like they're talking to two of their best friends. But the idea of asking the question, is this something you're interested in, makes me like tense up a little inside because like you said, there is that room for them to say no. But as opposed to getting emotional about the no, or being left on on scene and or read or whatever taking it and okay on to the next one Um, using that as forward motion and I think that that is a really strong key and something we're probably as soon as we get off this call going to be like okay so who are we contacting but so that's super helpful I'm certain it's going to help a lot of people because we do focus on the emotional piece of it on the fear as opposed to well if I believe in this and this can really help someone why not try so I love that and I know there are, in terms of your business, what would you say makes what you guys do different from other businesses right now? You know, like if people wanted to work with you, if they wanted to learn more about what you do, what makes you guys different? The same thing that I was about to tell you, like that whole emotional intelligence thing. Yeah. You know, like I'm not saying we're masters at it because I sure as hell got my nose and I, I like, damn it, Stacy. much. That like, I'm like, oh, is this even working? But it gets to the point where like, when you do get a no and you learn how to respond back to a no and you expect a no, that's where it gets fun, you know? And I think that's the part that we really have a strong grip on with the people that get started with us. Mm. Because doing it alone, you will get so tight and so like, where's my covers? I need to get under it and not see light ever again. Mm. Because doing it alone is the worst part about this whole experience and the whole mm-hmm. journey. You know, you guys are lucky that you guys have each other. Yeah. But there's going to be a point where, like, Brenda, you're asking Julia these questions, and Julia's like, well, Brenda, I don't know. Mm. 
so who else are you going to have as that support person to actually get you to where you want to be that's i feel like makes us different yeah not only that we have the results oh, yeah, right we've earned over millions of millions of dollars with this same strategy like what we what we teach and what we what we teach and what we provide as a service is exactly what we do for our company. So it's yeah. no different. So like, you're talking to experts that not only have the results, but there's a reason why we're earning what we earn, right? And it's because we've invested hundreds of thousands into top business owners and coaches and hundreds and thousands of hours into our own personal development. Yeah. We know what we're doing. Absolutely. Like and that's who you want to partner up with. Yes. You want to partner up with somebody not that is cheaper because it, it seems like from the outside, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's not, right? If you work with the best of the best, you're gonna receive those same results. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So no, not so. only us, but our team, we've trained yeah. our team, you know? Yeah. So when we provide the service, yeah, you can hire a VA, but there's a lot of skill sets involved that again, and just like I just shared with you that one tip, yeah, there's so much more throughout the process. A VA that you're paying a hundred or five hundred dollars a month will not know how to do that. They don't come. Equipped. So unless you're <laughs> equipped and you've invested a lot of money into your own personal development, into sales, because it's sales in the direct message or conversions, whatever you want to call it, right? You're just gonna be trying trial and error, trial and error, trial. Oh, it's not working. When no, it's not. It's just you're not working it correctly. Yeah. One last thing is like. Going back to the other question you guys asked, like working yeah. smarter, it's like for me, like obviously that whole mindset thing, but then it's also having the right systems in place, okay? Because we're at a point in our life where like I'm not gonna waste so much time doing so many of the manual things when it could be set up one time and really work really, really well. And we've proven it and we've gotten to the point where we have the exact system that you plug into. <laughs> Mm. You don't need like 20 different things that are going to rank up, you know, over time yeah. on monthly costs. Just plug into one thing that has everything all put in and literally you just need to reword some things and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that makes so much sense. And I'm, I'm curious, just I, I believe I know the answer, but maybe I don't. To actually work with you guys, is there a certain like level, like could, could people be beginning? Is there a certain level or income that people have to be in order to work with you? or can they start from? No, we're able to help everybody. So Ooh. it can be just a startup, like it's $97 a month for our community. Mm -hmm. Like you're involved and you're in our community, we do a group call per month. Um, but then of course it goes to then, okay, our program, which is more of like the startup business owner as well, but we're helping you. It's like a plug and play. You're, we're teaching you everything we just shared with you, like the system, the strategy, mm -hmm. but you also have coaching with us as well per month. And that's like a great place for people to get started with. And then of course we have, we qualify more people for our services now. Yeah. So if, if somebody wants a part of our services, that's who we qualify. Like you should be earning already six figures in your business. Plus. Right. But other than that, we have, that's why we have the program um, and the community and those different things as well. Cool. Out of curiosity, this is a selfish question. Um, do you guys work with any like podcast hosts right now? Or is it's okay if not just curious out of because I guess the model or, or the intention is a little bit different. Of course, it's still connecting with people. But I think it's like listenership and sponsorships and kind of it's a little different, I guess, than like coaches, we coaches that have a podcast, yeah. right? But yeah. Podcast hosts alone, not necessarily. You guys need to expand now. You guys just need to go just from coaches to like podcasters and all the things. I mean, we do with podcasts we could do it with any business yeah honestly we've just been so like i mean we've worked with recruitment companies we've worked yeah. with i mean it's gonna work with any industry of course. 
Yeah. I mean, it's obviously an incredible model and it makes so much sense. And I mean, I, I know we're just scratching the surface with you guys. I'm sure your clients get so much incredible information, but even from what we've learned from you in just these like 45 minutes, it's, it's, it's mind boggling and it's amazing. And then when you think about it, you're like, why am I not doing that? But it challenges you to take a step yeah. back and be like, actually, why am I not doing that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's nothing like genius about it. It's just like, like in the physical, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like, imagine you're in a Starbucks cafe, right? But you want to get people to know about your podcast. Am I going to sit there and drink my coffee? No. Nope. Right? Yeah. Or would it be more effective, or maybe even putting a sign here, we do podcasts, right? Join right. in the little link. Okay? Or if I walked up to every, if, if Julia and Brenda, everybody that came in, you're like, hey, how you doing? My name is Julia. Like starting that conversation. Like yeah, on the other day we were at, outside of Target and this kid oh came up gosh. to us. Such a hustler. Like we were in the car getting out. He came up to us and told us about all this youth donation thing he's been doing and how much you want to donate. But like. But he came in prepared. Like that's the thing that a lot of people get confused on. Like. Yeah. We're going to go up to somebody and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so and I love this. Right. Nobody's going to pay attention. But if you come up to somebody and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so, and we do this, and we can actually help you this, this, and that, and you know what? Our goal and our mission is to do this. Now that other person understands, oh, shoot, that's what they're looking to do. Attention mm -hmm. by coming to me. Yep. Now yeah. there's a common understanding. And then you ask them the question, are you in alignment with this particular goal or vision, whatever? So this kid comes up to us at Target. Like literally we're in the car, not even getting out the car yet. Like, oh my God. Music <laughs> in the car, we're getting ready. Like, okay, cool. And like, it was a good song. So we're like vibing. <laughs> Target, right? Yeah. This kid just like shows up with his little bucket in his side is like ready to go. Like already rehearsed it so many times in his mind. And he's like, Hey, how you doing? My name is so-and-so and I'm looking to raise money for my organization because we want to go to the space camp in August. And, and then Vanessa, like to donate would you or like something? to donate, whatever. And Vanessa's like, how much, how much do you want to get? And he was like, anything would help, you know, like very like certain. And I mean, yeah. but then Vanessa's like, so what's your goal? And he's like, I want to get to $200. And I'm like, and where then, are you at right now? Yeah. And he's like, one. 131. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, so you need like $69 more to like. Get yeah, reach your goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I want. And then we're like, okay, cool. I'm like Venmo 69, right? You hit your goal. But yeah. So like, but if he never asked, if he never was, Wait. like if he never came to our car and he was just sitting outside of Target with a sign, that would have never, never. happened. Because now look like one of those people asking for money on the street. So that's what people are doing on Instagram. It's like, hey, I posted. Yep. Wow. Right? So what all we're saying is, hey, go say hello. Yes, that kid probably got a lot of rejection to get that $179 before he met us. Right? But like, there were a certain amount of people that were like, yes. And he wouldn't have had that. So people aren't getting clients because they're just sitting out there outside of Target with their sign. And then we and ask like, them. nothing's happening. And then we ask them like, so who are you asking? You know, he's like, everyone. I'm like, everyone? He's like, everyone. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah, because seriously, he's like meeting it with with confidence and self-belief. And I think that stuff like that, even the way you guys just shared it, 
you know, introducing with your little um, business card, like when you show up in confidence, it like makes people want to listen to what you have to say. Whereas when we're like beating around the bush or being like, oh, I don't want to bother this person. Like that doesn't really make them want to listen. Like if you feel that inner energy and are, you know, looking to give that to others, it's so interesting. Like you said, even at Starbucks, like there can be opportunity everywhere. You just have to find it and try and like really try and be intentional. I'm sure with the strategy that you guys have is even more successful. I'm pretty mind blown. (laughs) The drive through is such a great place to make a solid connection with somebody. Like today we're going to go have dinner dinner to the guy that recommended this one spot because of his intention to like make us feel like he got us. Yeah. Like we always go to the same Italian icy spot and his goal is to make our life the best and that experience the best and i will never forget this guy pedro you know (laughs) because now he recommended this place and that place yeah but i'm already thinking okay what does pedro want now Mm -hmm. you know that intention that confidence is built up so yeah and then it makes it less scary too like when you do have that belief and you know and you practice and you know and you're certain in that that no is less scary because it doesn't shake your belief in what you're doing because you have that platform, Part of the have that foundation. Yeah. yeah, that's so it's so interesting. I think a piece of it for us, and I know we only have like a very few minutes left, but I think a piece of it for us too, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like in New York, and I'm sure this is everywhere, but in New York especially, I feel this energy of like everyone is hustling and bustling away and like not wanting to connect and like nobody has time, so we think. But the reality is like y- you never know. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> we can all learn from Target Kid. That's what makes everybody unique. There's a lot of development. There's a lot of it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. When you get that confidence to be like, I can connect with anybody, I can speak to anybody. It's just now a matter of doing it with enough people and and the results are limitless. But there has to be a big reason why you're because yes. if there's not a reason pulling you, why am I gonna go through all this rejection? Totally hundred percent. I mean, you ladies are unbelievable. I'm sure people are gonna be flocking to your website after this because everyone's gonna want all the information. But we just have two quick little questions before we let you guys go. You guys can answer this individually. If this could be about business, um, or it could be just about life. If you could tell your twenties year old self one thing, what would it be? Don't listen too much to yourself or other people's like misconceptions mm-hmm. or limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and trust that you have all the power within and just do it. Like stop thinking, do it. That's it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just say I would have like kicked myself out earlier. Mm. Kind of like just put myself. I remember always, I used to say like, cause I was always learning and stuff like that, but I've, I feel like it could have happened much earlier mm. if I just put myself in a un- more uncomfortable position earlier, yeah. right? Because I always had the safety net there. Yeah. So I remember always saying, like, I wish I was homeless. Because I knew deep down within, if that was ever to happen, Vanessa Black will step up because yeah. I'm confident in myself. So I was like, I know, like, I, it was within me that I was like, I know, like, I know I have everything I need right now. Mm. Like, I just wish I was in that position, <laughs> you know? So when we went to Thailand, it was like, this is the position, you know? Like, like this is it. The <laughs> like, sometimes it's hard, but it's like, okay, take that leap further, like 
went to Asia earlier. No, that's so powerful. And our last question for you guys is where can people find you? So if they want to work with you, if they want to find you individually on social media, whatever you want to give them. Yeah. So go to Instagram. We're on Ivy Leads. It's I for Isabel, V for Vanessa, L-E-A-D, like lead with a Z. So we can love and then that's our website too. So ivyleads.com. Yeah. And if anybody wants obviously more information and stuff, they can go um, to ivyleads.com and answer the quick questions there. And uh, we'll be able to provide them specific value for them in their business. Yeah. They put y'all's name in the referral and, you know, input thing. Yeah. So it's coming from you guys. You guys were so awesome. Sorry. My dog is having a moment right now, but thank you guys so much for, for joining us and sharing your knowledge with us. This was incredible. Thanks so much for having us and keep doing what you're doing. I know you're going to impact a lot of people's lives. So can't wait for you you so much. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.